It's Wednesday, August 21st, 2019. Thanks for tuning into the Free Agents Podcast. I'm still J.E. Skeets, and alongside me a man who can boil the perfect six-minute egg. It's Tass Mellis. My wife, Danielle, is a liar. <laughs> We're going to need Daniel Dale fact checker on that. It's a seven-minute egg. Ooh. She put that in a book. That's going to live on forever. <laughs> but isn't the recipe for the six-minute egg in her book? Yeah, I don't make it in six minutes. <laughs> He's a seven-minute egg man. Is everybody knows. I've never read. I've never read her recipe. <laughs> so how would I know? Well, the yolks I think get a little too hard at seven minutes. I think nice. you want it, if you want a nice soft boiler, six minutes. I think she's right. The yolks on you and her. <laughs> to my it's left, seven minutes. <laughs> to my left, it's the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Ayo, ayo, back from the dead. You heard his voice already. It's Matty O. Hey, where you been? Not dead. Oh, it's rude. Well, thanks for dropping in for the first time this summer. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sure all will be revealed. Yes, we'll get That's into that. That's a tease. Nice, very nice. And uh, finally making all this magic happen. Once again, live from his basement here in Atlanta, it's JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. We almost have the whole band back together. Minus Lily, of course, who is still down in Australia, <laughs> playing hoops with as many NBA legends as one can find. Played with Tim Hardaway. Now he's got Alan Houston. Who's next? Nice. I, I, wish you could, I didn't see Alan Houston. Yeah, I think cool. he was shooting jumpers with Alan Houston. So Give me still smooth. Maybe a Walter McCarty <laughs> in the mix. I don't know if he's over I there. I wish we could bet on the next NBA legend Lee Ellis will shoot around with. Uh, but he's having a blast, obviously, getting ready for some of these uh, USA Boomers games. Is anyone else concerned that the entire country of Australia is Truman showing Lee? Go on. What do you like mean? he's there and they're all pretending that he's like this huge star and they're super excited <laughs> to see him. And <laughs> to make him happy for some reason, maybe he's dying. <laughs> I am concerned he's getting oh, worn out. He looks a little tired in the, in the videos <laughs> and the photos because they the are treating time. him like a superstar. Yeah. He's uh, been doing a lot of interviews. Yeah, I love he- not hearing anything from from Leaf in the Slack channel for about eight weeks and then just a message, I'm interviewing Tim Hardaway Sr. tomorrow. <laughs> Well, he's having a blast. He's and every, just everyone's response. Paper. Everyone's response. Why? 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 <laughs> Why not? Why? <laughs> exactly right. All right. So a few exactly things right. here. Uh, we are still the free agents. The free agents. We haven't signed that Supermax deal yet, um, but things are looking promising. We're going to keep you posted. Obviously, as soon as we know, we will let you know. Thanks so much to everyone for emailing us and tweeting at us and hitting us up in the uh, Instagram DMs. You can email us, thefreeagents2019 at gmail.com. You can tweet at us, at thefreeagents19. You can do the same on Instagram. We got so many questions uh, that we decided we had to do another summer mailbag episode here. So, JD, let's do it. Let's hit the beach. Very good. That sand between your toes. Uh, nothing better than a sandy toe. Lapping of the waves as you print out some pieces of paper and read some emails and tweets and Instagram DMs. We added that this time. All right, so we got tons of questions. Let's get right into it. We got some NBA questions. We got some FIBA questions. We got some other miscellaneous questions. We are going to address the mystery of Matty O <laughs> <laughs> and where you've been all summer. We know where, at least we can keep track of Lee. We don't even know where you've been and what you're doing. But first question it is basketball. 
about the NBA. Does DeMarcus Cousins' recent injury raise any serious concerns for the Lakers moving forward, or will JaVale McGee be able to have the same, if not better, production? That one from at Big Woodall. So, yeah, this was sort of the news of the last uh, week or so. DeMarcus Cousins goes down again, this time a torn ACL, which, I mean, like, now he's he's torn his Achilles, he's torn his ACL, he had the, the quadriceps injury in the playoffs, poor guy, can't catch a break here. But what effect does this sort of have on the Lakers, you think, heading into the season, and who do they maybe get to sort of back him up, to back up JaVale McGee, or can he do it by himself? What do you think? I think it stinks for DeMarcus, obviously, oh. the two worst leg injuries a player can have. And are we going to ever see him again, really, on a basketball floor? Who the heck knows? I think just to say from uh, Mr. Woodall here that JaVale McGee will have the same production is a little disrespectful to DeMarcus Cousins. I know he lost. Well, you don't think JaVale's posting up this year? <laughs> I don't think they're dumping it down yeah. in for the hook shots? Mr. Woodall, have you ever seen JaVale <laughs> McGee, McGee do that? I think it simplifies the way they play. They just go back to what they did last year, and JaVale was just a dunking machine. And so you're not going to have DeMarcus Cousins being awesome. You're going to have JaVale McGee rim running. And so, yeah, they need a backup center. Um, so who is that? I don't think be, it's Dwight yeah. Howard. Well, okay, don't yeah, let's go through the names. Dwight Howard, Joakim Noah, Maurice Spates, Marching Gortat, maybe Kenneth Fareed. Uh, maybe there was whispers maybe of a Tyson Chandler, I guess. You don't like maybe the it's because I'm looking at Trey and his man bun right now, but I think it's Joakim Noah. Mm-hmm. For what reason? Defense because because he'll fit into the backup role perfectly. Dwight Howard, you don't know what you're getting. I mean, basically the the Lakers are going to be what the Golden State Warriors were in the championship years with Javale McGee. Javale McGee starts. Anthony Davis is his four beside him, and then when Javale McGee goes to the bench, Draymond Green would have been that center, and that's what Anthony Davis should be doing at the end of games in the same way. But when you have Dwight Howard in there he's not going to play that role the way Joakim Noah would play that role perfectly. Just go to the bench and, and play that backup five. Are you sure? I feel minutes. like every time Dwight Howard in the summer, somebody yeah, signs him, he's like, sure. I'm just, all I'm going to do this time is rebound and block shots yeah. and run the rim. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, Are you going to fart though, Dwight? Oh, I'm going to fart. Come on. LeBron has been, uh, <laughs> he's been making a killing off taco Tuesday this summer. Maybe he would be happy to get some farts. <laughs> in fart, the Fridays. <laughs> yeah, fart Fridays. Fart Fridays. Uh, yeah, to me, Joakim Noah is the guy to bring in as well. He was sending doubles to Devin Booker in a pickup game, and Booker <laughs> hated it. And Joakim's like, hey, this is what we do. And I think he's right. I think that uh, uh, LeBron would like having a guy that he played against. We've seen that in the past. Yeah. He liked having Lance Stevenson around last year, Rondo last year as well. Uh, he knows that Noah's going to be a competitor, a good team guy. Not somebody ever has to pass the ball to. He just needs to play defense, run the court, and hand it to LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think he could be the guy. I can see Gortat being the guy as well, just somebody that's going to roll to the rim. But like Tass is saying, the the real solution is that Anthony Davis has to play more center. He doesn't want to, but he's still going to. They're going to use whoever they sign for this second backup as a backup. It'll be JaVale. And then it'll be a little bit of this backup center, whoever it is. And then it'll be Anthony Davis. They got to get 48 minutes out of those guys. The more they can get out of their two pseudo centers, uh, the more they can save the wear and tear on AD. But it's all on LeBron and AD. That's the that's the story of the Lakers this year. It doesn't really matter that Demarcus is hurt. He would raise their ceilings for certain games. Yeah, but he was as a we crazy saw, wild card exactly I would say, right. For their championship, you know, contention. Yeah, but still, I mean, we saw Demarcus Cousins was that for the Warriors, and he had one good game where he had 12 and 12. 12 and 12 is nice. But it's yeah. still just 12 and 12. Yeah. The main guys have to be the main guys. Yeah. Uh, and now you're sort of 
if you were hoping Cousins was your third star, you are now definitely all in on, hey, Kuzma, you've got to be. Oh, yeah. You have to be the third guy. And he maybe will be. And I know we'll get into FIBA and maybe he makes that team. Maybe he doesn't. But he, he has to be, I, I don't know, like nearly a 20-point-per-game score and actually give more, more effort on defense and not kill you on that end. I, I think for them to win a title. Yeah, it's AD and LeBron, but they need help as well. You, you need Danny Green and you need KCP and these guys to contribute. Kuzma is one of those uh, great summer guys because right now he looks amazing. He looks his he, jeans. You're talking about specifically his, his hair. Jeans. <laughs> Physically, yeah, uh, the look is cool. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think I like the blonde look. I think it looks same. I think it looks good. He can pull it off. Yeah. He's got the confidence, and he's got the I don't give a you know shit about what anyone thinks. Yeah, man, so, let it fly. Yeah. Let it fly. Yeah, man, let that shit fly. <laughs> Kuzma lets those shots fly. We can let those shits fly. Uh, and um, he played a little five too. Not not that it's good when he plays five, but he can probably eat up some minutes. Um, but I think we're we're kind of shortchanging Demarcus Cousins. I know he came back and had one good game in the in the finals, but if he could get back to you know like 75 percent of what he was like he was you know had good numbers in the regular season last year uh it, it but it's just it just keeps things real simple now uh trey's writing that it's on lebron and ad shoulders really just to score a poop ton he, they, they have to do a lot and yeah kuzma can be that that third guy and and again i i, I kind of believe in kuz i don't know he he's got that swagger so yeah, why not? He played well at times off the ball with LeBron. I oh, mean, yeah. when other guys no, struggled, like, it's the, never he was the easy only to guy play really. with LeBron. Yeah, that's right. Not and he didn't even. He's he's a weird like. Yeah, he's a bucket getter. He's a scorer, but he's not like all that efficient so far early right. in his career. So he needs to be better at that. But I, back to Cousins, you're right. I saw that Jeff Stotts, that guy that runs like in street clothes that breaks down, like analyzes all the injuries and stuff like that. He couldn't find a single instance of a player rupturing both their Achilles and their ACL. Across all sports, not just NBA, like you're because you were you sort of slipped it in there to like maybe we've seen I don't know will we ever see Cousins again? I would hope so, but that's a lot to come back from. From oh yeah, on top of the quadriceps injury, that's we'll crazy. see him on Twitter shooting, but I don't know if he'll be yeah. in an NBA game. He'll be he'll be rehabbing with a team. I think somebody will you know give him a shot, but. Uh, it's, I think it's a fair question, unfortunately, and he lost a lot of money uh, because of these injuries, no doubt. All right, next question here. If we assume that top seven in the West looks something like Clips, Rockets, Lakers, Blazers, Nuggets, Jazz, and Warriors, not necessarily in that order, who's the eighth team in? Kings? Pelicans? Mavs? That's from Mike Lane 21 on Twitter. Yeah, this is a hot topic. Who's hot that topic. final team? Oh, I mean, do you agree with those seven teams for the most part that Mike threw out there? I agree. I think them. so too. I guess it. Yeah, some people are very low on the Warriors because of obviously no KD and no Clay for a good chunk of the season. You still got Steph and Draymond. You yeah. got D'Angelo. You're well coached. I still think you're a playoff team. I like the uh, the Steph quote when he heard somebody say that he wasn't making the playoffs. He said, "Anybody can say anything about anything these days." <laughs> And uh, he's right. <laughs> we made a living off it. <laughs> so, okay, so if those seven teams are in, that leaves eight other squads for one final playoff spot. Who do you scratch right away? Suns and Grizzlies. Fair? Yep, yep. They're, they're out of the contention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that leaves six other teams. The three that Mike said, Kings, Pelicans, Mavs, and then Spurs, Thunder, and Wolves. So who is it? Oh, I got the Spurs. I just went and said, who are the top eight teams? And I just went through and said, this team, this team, this team, this team, this team. I got to eight and I realized I had counted the Spurs, just assuming they'll be in. Mm. I just assume the Spurs will be in. If they make the playoffs this year, it will set the record for most consecutive playoff appearances by an NBA franchise. They still have got DeMar DeRozan. They still got LaMarcus Aldridge. 
Uh, Derek White, as we saw in the playoffs last year, he seems ready for a bigger role. Lonnie Walker got healthy. DeJounte Murray got healthy. Damari Carroll's coming in. Patty Mills is still around. Rudy Gay, whatever he can give them. I think they have a lot of talent there. Greg Popovich is still the coach. I don't see why they would miss the playoffs. Sure, some of these other teams might take leaps as well, but are the Spurs really going to fall off? People ask that every single year, and guess what? Still hasn't happened. It, it would be bonkers if Chris Porzingis and Luka Doncic missed the playoffs, I think, if they're both healthy. But this is why I'm excited for the season is because all those teams that have been mentioned are legitimate, not only teams that can make the playoffs, but teams that can make the second round in the conference finals, really, yeah. um, legitimately. And maybe not the Kings or somebody like that, but... Yeah, the Spurs, the Wolves have Carl Anthony Towns. He's, you know, an all NBA type player, as as I mentioned, Doncic and, and Porzingis. Uh this is awesome in the Western Conference. It sucks. Uh, you know, if you're in the West and you're in nine ten spot and you look over east, like every year, it sure seems like the last ten years. Well, we could be like the sixth seed or the fifth seed in the West, or in the East, I should say, if you're if you're in the ninth or tenth spot in the West. But this is great. This is not like the last five years where we just expect Warriors and Cavs for for the most part. The two like huge question mark teams are to me are the the Pelicans because it's like you know their team is going to be led so to speak by the number one pick in mm-hmm. Zion Williamson, which you know I think he's going to be awesome. I, is he leading a team to the playoffs in his first year? That is not easy to do, especially in this loaded West. So they're a huge question mark because they have a lot of talent. I like what they've done this summer. There there are pieces there that make sense with JJ Reddick coming in and shooting, and obviously you still got Drew and all that. And then the Mavs, you said it, it's like, you're right, Tass, like a healthy Porzingis and a healthy Luka Doncic with a well-coached team, that's, a, if in theory, is a really good squad. But it's like, I don't know, is Porzingis, first off, can he stay healthy? And then do all the pieces, can they can they all fit together uh, pretty quickly? I'm going Kings. I'm going to buy into the Kings. The Spurs, you're, and then you said it, the Spurs, too. You, know, you can almost always put them in, which makes this difficult. But I, the Kings were a good team last year. Their two best players maybe even three in Fox, Bagley, and Bogdanovich, they should just get better. And then they went and they did add some like sort of veteran guys to sort of filling out the roster there to maybe help, uh, you know, pick up a couple wins here and there in tough games, in close games. So, you know, they were right there last year, fell off near the end of the season, that makes sense. But I, I like they almost like, it's like playoffs are bust in a weird way to me with that team. Uh, like really really close to that like they have to have a better record let's say this they have to have a better record than they did last year which then nearly puts you into the playoffs kind of they were nine games out of the playoffs last year that would be a lot more wins to get this season I'm always a little hesitant to embrace the surprise team I think they're that we saw with the Suns all those years ago where they had 48 wins and then they were terrible afterwards you can catch the league by surprise yes, and that's can. no doubt what happened with the Kings last year nobody was expecting Fox to make the jump that he made last year or that the team would kind of just gel around playing super fast. People are going to be expecting them to play fast. Fox is not an unknown player anymore. People are going to be game planning to take him out. Hopefully Bagley makes a jump. Like you're saying, Bogdanovich should be better. They're all going to be playing. I mean, I know that Fox and Bagley didn't stick with the world team this year, but at least they were playing yeah. with those guys through the summer. Bogdanovich is obviously still going. For Serbia, the 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 idea, it definitely makes sense, but that's a lot more wins to get. Nine more wins well, in how many wins a Western is it gonna Conference. Take? I mean, it took 48 last year. Yeah, it is a lot. I mean, wh- I wonder if that's diluted a little bit because there's so many good teams sure. in the West that they're, they're sort of beating up on each other a little bit. Maybe that drops a bit, but you're right. Like, what, 46, I guess, at the minimum is likely what it is going to take. It feels like the Spurs script is already written. There's a bunch of guys on that team that no one knows about. Like every year with the Spurs, DeJounte Murray coming back from a year where he was gone with an injury 
but he's an all defensive player. And then Derek White beside him, who made a name his name in the postseason, but is a guy that I can never remember his first name. <laughs> I see. I always Doesn't see White. Like he's like a D White, but I. I, I always I I think it's a potentially a Durrell, potentially a Darren. Um, I, I never buy that it's a Derek White, but either way, he's really really good in that team. Like you said, Demar and Lamarcus, just like we sort of threw out with Doncic and Porzingis. I mean, those guys are all NBA guys as well. Um, so a if tough, you had to bet right now conference. for that eighth spot, I'm going Kings. I'll give me the Kings. Sounds like you're going Spurs. Spurs. Yep. And you. This is tough. I'll take the Mavs. All right. I'm, I'm interested in them. Got reaction to the eighth seed. Matteo, it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> Which teams are there? <laughs> <laughs> Who plays in the NBA? Man, that's been a long vacation. Um, well, it's like, do you have any hope? Uh, you know, the Thunder still if, with Chris Paul and if, if they stay. Gallinari, what yeah. a mix. What a mix the, Wolves, the Wolves are the least talked about team, I feel like, honestly, this summer. They really are. Yeah. Outside of that, D'Angelo Russell was maybe going there a little blip. I feel like they were just like... The perfectly in you know in in nowhere's in no man's land there in the Western Conference like they're not the worst but they're not no one's really even got them making playoffs nobody's gonna take them seriously yeah. until they make the playoffs yeah. after the way the Jimmy Butler saga played out with basically him calling out the other superstars on that team for not playing hard enough everybody's like hey, Jimmy Butler got you to the playoffs yeah. we will believe yeah. it from Wiggins and Towns when it actually happens maybe if Wiggins played for the Canadian national team there would be some buzz cool. around oh, the Warriors oh, oh, we'll get into that we'll get into our <laughs> anger with that who are you going with you decide uh, well, actually, my prediction was going to be that one of these top seven teams drops out. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. hey, because it that. always happens. It's, There's it's... always an injury to someone. Something always happens where one of these teams that we're like penciling in. Could it be the Lakers? Like the Lakers last year. Yeah. It's going to be the point. Lakers so again. True. Seems crazy, but if LeBron has hit that part of his career where those injuries are a real thing now, he misses half a season. AD always misses a good 25 games. And it'll be, it'll be fun in your inevitable preview shows to ask, uh, is this the year the Spurs don't make the playoffs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, it'll be exciting to do it in January as well, you know, when they're struggling a little bit and <laughs> yeah. they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, they're done. Don't, yeah. don't, don't forget December. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the rodeo trip, that's always a, that's how you know. it's a mile marker. Uh, it is tough. Should be good. The West looks awesome. All right, next one here. This one from Fidi Campos. Sting and Shaggy. Shaggy. Great unthought combo. Which of the is this from Lee? Is this <laughs> Lee send this in? Unthought, yeah. Combo. unthought combo. Yeah, yeah. Which of the new NBA pairings will have the same surprising effect this upcoming season? It is uh everybody has been talking about how it's mm-hmm. the NBA is now NBA Jam. Mm-hmm. It's all duos. Um so it's a good one. Which which surprise you know, which new pairing will have a surprising effect? Who wants to get us started here? Will this effect take place on court? I don't know. But I'm looking forward to seeing Jimmy Butler and Myers Leonard hanging out together in Miami. Those guys are going to be on the beach, in the gym, wearing their short little shorts and their tiny outfits, flexing their muscles. Because I feel like they both uh, like looking good and showing off how good they look. I don't know that necessarily the Heat are going to be a great team. But uh, Butler and Leonard, to me, is a perfect mix of like 
preening guys who are going to, you know, be showing off uh, down at South Beach. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to their fit pics, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> an interesting angle to this question. <laughs> it wasn't Sorry, man, that. I'm going for an unthought combo. You yeah. want me to tell well, you that thing. Paul you George say, and Kawhi Leonard yeah, are going to be good together? Exactly. You can't say PG and Kawhi. You can't say AD it's and like LeBron. like putting new kids and, and the Backstreet Boys together. They go together. They should be on tour together. Sting and Shaggy, though? You would have never thought of that. N-K-O-T-B-S-B. That's right, baby. Um, well, as Lee explained, and as we heard when Lee, uh, uh, you know, he kind of surmised the, the show, and then we, we heard some of these songs together. It's really Sting's song, and then Shaggy just jumps in with a, hey, <laughs> oh, wow. you know, th- those are all right. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's it's really, it's, it's two guys that don't mix. It's oil and water, really, but they kind of do their own things. It's Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose for me. So wow. Okay. Uh, they'll never really gel. They'll get one will give the ball to the other and then he'll do his thing and you'll watch the Derrick Rose show a little bit. It's not that's not the perfect analogy because Shaggy doesn't do as much as Derrick Rose. Um, but maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Sting, Sting is Blake. Yeah, Sting Shaggy is Blake. Shaggy is, is D-Rose. Sting is Blake. Okay. Underneath it, though, was an abiding love of reggae. You know, the, the police had a lot of reggae influence in them. So what's what's the little link between Rose and Griffin? That's gonna. Mm. It's not obvious, but it's there. Number one mm. picks. There you go. Nice, yeah, sure. That's it. Back-to-back years? Like crazy? Oh, I think that's right. Oh, eight, oh, eight, oh, nine. Nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm going to go as... A surprising effect. I mean, this is a bit of a cheat, I guess, because one guy is a rookie, a number one pick. I'm going to Lonzo, Lonzo Ball and Zion Williamson. Give me your Lonzo Ball stock. I'm buying it. If you're selling, I'm buying. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him in this system with guys like, you oh, know, yeah. obviously still with Ingram, but with a point guard beside him and Drew, a real point guard, and he can play off the ball as well and can shoot. And then, in theory, Zion and, and, and Hayes run into the rim. Like There could be some highlights here, and that could be fun. And I think now out of L.A., we've seen other guys leave L.A. and suddenly flourish. Um, D'Angelo Russell obviously coming to mind. Maybe that happens here with with um, Lonzo and even Ingram to some extent. They're definitely a league pass team. Oh. I mean, I know they're on national TV they like are. 30 times, which yeah. is a lot for a team that could easily be really, really bad. Yeah. But they're still going to be worth watching because you're saying they're going to be a highlight factory. Should All be fun. All right. Next question here. We're getting into FIBA. Oh, it's boy. that time of year. Uh, what percent chance do you guys give a team outside of the USA winning the World Cup? What team has the biggest chance of beating the U.S. Wow. in your opinion? Thanks for rank. Mm. So this getting this gets underway end of August, right? Yeah. Um, so soon, uh, about a week and a half. 32, 32 teams, and they've mm-hmm. got all their bright. They got the eight uh, eight groups of four, and then the top two teams in each group gets out, and then you move on from that. Yeah, the Team USA, there's a, it's, I don't know, I, I guess a 10%, 10% chance. So I'm not still super high that another squad wins outside of Team USA. Um, mainly just because they've won the last two FIBA World Cups, for whatever that means, and then the senior team hasn't lost a game in, like, what, 2006? I don't like an actual, you know, international game. Yes, they're, they don't have the stars, Team USA, right now, but... It's still a good. It's still a better team than any other nation is putting together. Yeah, Greece may have the best player in the whole tournament, in Giannis, and maybe Serbia is next, even with Jokic. But then, one through twelve is still by far, by far, um, Team USA. So, and, and and then Coach Pop. So it's I don't ten percent is that high? Is that low? What do you think? That's high for me. Yeah, I'm like one percent. Oh, I wow. do think there's. I mean, oh, so maybe Giannis has a 50 point game and Greece can take down the United States and it's a replay of 2006 all over again and we're 
sad trying to figure out how to deal with Vasilis Spanulis, but uh, <laughs> every player on the U.S. <laughs> the United States team is an NBA player. That's not the case for any other country. Australia um, has a lot of them, though. It's still uh, not still not one hundred. Serbia has some obviously high end talent with uh, Bogdanovic and Jokic and. Yeah, I, and Spain too. I think it, it would be a schedule loss, which is crazy in a sort of a single elimination tournament after the round robins. Yeah, um, the quarterfinals they could play France, which is one of those teams that you get a Nando Decolo happening in that sort of Vasily <laughs> Spinulis fashion uh, with Gobert and Nicola Batum and Evan Fournier firing in away. Yeah, that could be something uh, like that. Yeah, something like that. A shock. Because I, I don't think. I would have definitely picked uh, Greece as well, but they're probably not playing them in an elimination game. There's they have, there's a weird format where yeah. they play round robin in the first round, and then the second round is essentially a round robin too, and that's probably where they're going to play Greece, and they'll get out of that. So it's not do or die, yeah, so to exactly. speak. Yeah. Um, so they could lose to Greece there, but uh, yeah, they're going to make it. They're going to make it all the way. Well, look, so they have 13 guys, Team USA right now. As of recording this, they're all going. They're uh, in th- well. They're all in Australia right now, getting Which ready for these games for that thirteenth. For that thirteenth guy. guy, yeah, one guy is going to get cut. <laughs> I guess it's a free trip, and you can just hang out there for a couple weeks, even if you get cut. Yeah, Lee seems to be enjoying it. <laughs> why? Why would Lee will interview? Why wouldn't Plumley? I don't know. Lee, uh, that's interesting, though. Lee's coming back essentially right when the tournament starts, right? Yeah, because he's only there for the exhibition games. These two ex- oh, boomers getting Team cut. USA games. Yeah, he's getting cut. <laughs> well, no, actually, I shouldn't say that he's coming back. We did run into his wife uh, recently. We were talking to to Roxy, and she said. We are like, when is Lee coming back? And she's like, you know, maybe um, after these games, but maybe not. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. were like, oh, interesting. They're like, you know, it's up in the air. He could stay a little bit longer if he wants nice. to. He should. She, she did make it clear that the only reason that she might want him to come back is because uh, their younger, younger son is with Lee. Right. <laughs> o- Oscar, yeah. She doesn't <laughs> care if Lee comes back. Yeah. Wouldn't mind she, her she said, son no, she specifically back. said... I don't know when he's coming back. I told him that if he wants to stay longer, he can. But I do want to see myself. <laughs> yeah, because Lee is with Oscar and Sebi is here stateside. It's, it's yeah, amazing. He's recording a podcast with us right now, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's being very quiet on the drums over in the corner. Um, so Team USA's final roster, it's probably going to look like this. Tell me if you disagree. The guards, Kemba Walker, Donovan Mitchell, Marcus Smart, Joe Harris, and then Derek White. Forwards, Harrison Barnes, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kyle Kuzma, and then the centers, Brooke Lopez and Miles Turner. In that scenario, I do have, you know, Plumley getting cut, though he could be the third center. Sure. Though you could sort of play Kuzma at center too if you want. I sort of think Derek White will make it, so to speak, over a third center in Plumley. You guys agree with that? So Probably. That squad, I mean, 1% chance that squad... Doesn't win is what you're saying. Yeah, cool. one out of a hundred. Wow, that's not <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, there's still a lot of NBA talent because they're all NBA yeah. players. But it's yeah, you don't have like who's the best player on that team? Like Plumley would Plumley would make any other national team. Yeah, right, they definitely right. are the best team. Right. To me, it's if they're sleeping one day. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if they get out of the turn of the. Round robin, and they don't realize that they have to win the next game. <laughs> right. What is this? Was oh, this a college? <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, that group of death, though. Group H: Australia, Canada, Lithuania. That's tough. So only two of those three are coming out, and then Senegal as well. It's going to be some crazy, nice. uh, crazy tweets going back and forth between uh, Lee and I. Oh, Ventas has got Greece, and then you got mm. Team USA. 
This really brings indeed, out the indeed. brings out the worst of us, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I don't know if you guys have speedos with your national flag on them, but I do. Ooh. See you at the pool. Um, next one here from. Well, was that the question where you're going to get angry about Team Canada, or is that a different question? Well, no, I mean. I guess we could get angry about Team USA. You could include some of these guys dropping out. We already said it. Fox and Bagley fairly recently. You know, Tucker because of injury. Canada now has had a bunch of guys either not want to play or then drop out. Though, I saw this morning there was rumors that Corey Joseph was not going to. He was going to suddenly drop out. And then... Nick Nurse is like, he's got a yeah, flight. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, Nick Nurse is suddenly... <laughs> no, he's coming now over here to play. So mm-hmm. I guess he's playing. I mean, I, I, it's 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 frustrating as a... Canadian basketball fan, like, not that it's there for the taking the World Cup by any means, but this is by no means the juggernaut Team USA team. And if you had all your Canadian NBA players, if you had all of them, you'd have a damn good team. I mean, really, and they still will have a good team. I mean, they're one of the favorites to go, Definitely. you know, maybe to go far. Uh, I think they're, I don't know, at least like a top eight favorite team. I know Greece is in there, Spain, Serbia, um, Australia, but... Yeah, it's just a bummer more than anything because it looked really. It looked like at first like, you get all excited because it looks like they're all going to play, and then no, uh, this guy's not playing. No, uh, this guy wants to focus on the NBA season, and you understand why with all these guys, and this weird timing of the World Cup as well. And then you've got to go right into an NBA season. But and I know Simmons has talked about this on his podcast recently. Like you do see guys that go and play in these tournaments. They generally have really good NBA years after it. It's generally because uh, of good experience and good coaching and. Playing Probably, with better players, yeah. you're in a rhythm, you're yeah. in basketball shape and yeah. ready to go. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, it's it's crazy when guys drop out, I think, especially young guys. We're like, Devin Booker, why are you playing in a pickup game with Joakim Noah? You could be playing for the yeah. United States. You yeah. could be playing for with the best players in the league right now. Or well, you could be complaining that you're getting double teamed. Yeah. Well, I think two things are different this year. This year, it's a five-week commitment because it's in China and because they attach this Australian part to it. It's It's a lot. It's just it's a really extended commitment, and and the second thing is because everybody is sitting out with uh, you know the injury, everybody just you know watching the the load management situation now more than ever. Five weeks yeah. is is a heck yeah. of a lot, mm-hmm. so I think we should have sort of seen it coming. Uh, you know, we look at Lee in those videos; he's gassed and he's not playing basketball. <laughs> I, I, it's five weeks, man. Five weeks for guys is I, I, it's unheard of. Usually, it's I don't know. 3.5, I yeah. guess. It's but, uh, it, yeah. it, it, it is on the line. But you're right. We like are talking about star players in the NBA season missing 25% of their games. And whether that's actually the smart move, as we saw with Kawhi Leonard. And then you're like, oh, yeah, here, go play some competitive games. Um, mm. Shorter games, I get that, in international play. But go play competitive games for five weeks, like you're saying, Taz. It's, it's a big commitment, but you just, I guess it would be cooler if it meant more. To some of these guys, and it does mean uh, it feels like it means a lot to some of them. Like Kyle Lowry was, uh, he he was going to play. He had the thumb injury. I don't know how if that was the reason why uh, ultimately that they were like you got to you just had surgery. Like you shouldn't be playing basketball. You should be resting. Played your longest season ever yeah, yeah. as well. And, but you know some guys. It definitely more pride. Yeah, definitely you call it the Olympics though, when guys are yep not dropping out. That's the main thing. Uh, in other parts of the world, maybe. exactly. Yeah, you should, maybe you should have to play in the World Cup to play in the yeah. Olympics, but. That they would never do that because that keeps guys out like yeah. LeBron, who maybe LeBron only wants to take his last turn in 2020 as the Jason Kid. I'm the old guy. Let's go win one last gold medal. Uh, he doesn't want to be messing around playing on a five week tour when he could be having Taco Tuesday. He would mm-hmm. rather be hanging out with his kids, which understandable. Yeah. That being said, 
the Olympics matters more this side of the world and in other parts of uh, the world. No doubt they care that the World Cup is happening. And I think that that's just a, it's a perception thing, especially for American players. No doubt. Next one. I was going to get to it. Hey, guys, with FIBA coming up in a few weeks, we're obviously talking about it here and Team USA coming together. Who do you think will benefit the most from their time on this team next season? So that goes to exactly what we were talking about. This is from Justin in Cincinnati. Who plays on this squad and and sort of comes in next year, um, you know, benefiting from from a, a busy summer with Team USA or any other team, I guess. It's a big summer for Kyle Kuzma. I think he'll just getting to learn from Greg Popovich. Learning, I mean, you know, the defense isn't going to be the number one thing for Team USA for sure. You know, they're not going to be out there trying to hold teams to forty points in a game. But he's going to be getting some defensive instruction from Popovich. He's going to be learning how to play. Next to really good players, he's going to be learning how to make the clutch shots when he needs to and how to play off the ball pretty much the entire time. I'm sure he'll learn a little bit more work ethic-wise, too. Uh, I feel like the guy, uh, Kyle Kuzma likes, uh, he's a Jimmy Butler, Myers Leonard. He likes to be enjoying his time and showing people how he's enjoying his time. Perhaps uh, getting in shape, playing a lot, heading into the season is big for him, especially since the Lakers, as we said, are going to need a lot from Kuzma. It's a good one. Uh, I think the Boston Celtics just gelling. Yeah. Because this is really the Boston Celtics light. A third of the roster are Celtics, four of them. Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and, and Marcus Smart. So Kemba will develop that chemistry he already has, again, being five weeks out there um, together that Kyrie didn't really have with the rest of the guys. So that's uh, that's huge going in for, you know into September already, you know, having a camp really yeah. um so they're basically gonna have two camps that's uh it's it should boost boston stock i think it is cool to see who will uh become the main guy on this team usa because mm-hmm. it does feel like every world cup or olympics they're sort of like that guy became the guy or was was the guy from the get-go in some superstars cases but i mean is it kemba still with this is it donovan mitchell who a lot of people think it could be um being sort of stepping up as a as a leading scorer and more of a leader that way is it maybe a tatum um, I'm excited for that part. So I guess I'm sort of leaning towards like a Tatum or a Mitchell. If they show it on the international stage, you could see how they could then carry that in mm-hmm. to the NBA season. Makes sense. I'm sort of excited for it. It's uh, because of the team. It's almost you know. It, I know you guys are like, and, and myself included. They probably are still going to win gold, but it doesn't feel like a lock by any means. Not like a lock lock when you've got Katie and LeBron and guys like that playing. I was surprised to see that they are a bigger favorite than they were in 2014. I suppose maybe there were better teams from around the yeah, world in 2014. Like Spain was probably still on the tail end of their prime. But the 2014 team wasn't any great shakes. It ended up being like Kyrie and Kenneth Fareed that were the huge names from that one. Yeah. Kenneth Fareed got that gigantic contract after dominating everybody else in the world that was six foot six and under. And yeah. everybody's like, man, he's going to be great. So, yeah, you never really know who's going to pop in the summer. I, I think uh, Tatum is a good choice. Mitchell, obviously, is a good choice. He's getting a lot of buzz. He looks a little bit more chiseled to me, like even just in the face. His face looks like he's lost some weight, muscled yep. up. No surprise he'd be playing well. All right, moving on to uh, non-basketball. You never know who's going to pop in the summer. Well, this guy's been popping. This question is for Matty O. I have only one, and it requires an answer. Where's Matty O, and why hasn't he been on any shows thus far? Caps lock, free Matty O. That's from Big Baby <laughs> Davey. That's so ironic. Glenn Big Baby <laughs> Davis wrote it. <laughs> wow. Free Matty O. Oh, well, go on. Uh, wow. <laughs> Where you been? Uh, well, I guess uh, we'll start with... Uh, March, um, when uh, the AT&T-Time Warner merger happened, uh, 
as have we explained on the show before? Anyways, we after the the uh, merger happened, we were told that Turner wasn't going to renew our contracts. And uh, very soon after that, we all met the six of us and discussed like you know what how's everyone feeling? What does everyone want to do? And uh, I think everyone basically decided, well, we want to keep going forward with the show. Um, and I thought about it and let you guys know that I would be uh, moving on and not coming back. Just tired. Just show. tired of the show. I fucking had it. <laughs> uh, and uh, so that's why I haven't been on any shows this summer. But I wanted to come on today really to say goodbye um, to everyone out there. But to everyone in here to do one last one last pod. Oh, yeah, man. One last uh, pod. <laughs> we got to celebrate. And specifically on the timing, I'm leaving Atlanta on Monday. Wow. Driving across this great country of ours, USA, 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 uh, and I'm going to end up in LA, and I have no plan. I don't have a place to live. I don't have a job, but my goal is to uh, write and produce uh, non-sports stuff, (laughs) (laughs) so I thought that would be a good place to do it, and uh, I... You know, those are the facts. Right. Everything else is a lot messier. Uh, I'm going to miss this and you guys. I mean, for me, I, this has been 10 years, 10 years of my life. The last 10 years of my life have been this. And this has been the most consistent thing in my life for the last 10 years. Right. I mean, I've moved cities. <sighs> I've been away from my family for that long. Um, you know, moved away from friends. But good things have happened, bad things have happened, but really this has been the consistent thing in my life. And um, I've seen you guys over the last 10 years more than I've seen literally anyone by such a wide margin, <laughs> you know, spending, you know, eight, nine hours together every single day yeah. for the past 10 years. And that's, that's not even including outside of work hours where we've seen each other a ton. Um, and I'm trying to, you know... Uh, it was difficult and it still is difficult to imagine what life will be like without it. I mean, I know that sounds dramatic, but this has been the biggest part of my life for the last 10 years and to not have my rhythm ruled by the basketball season, you know, it's kind of like you were back in school, right? It's like summer comes and then the season ends and you have some time off and, uh, my body sort of is expecting now to, uh, you know, eventually ramp up and start going back what are to we work for the next meetings yeah, yeah. and planning the preview shows. And that's not going to, you know, that's not going to happen. Um, but I think, you know, I've, you know, so many thoughts, obviously, and anyone please jump in at any time. But the way that I always thought about the show was that to me, it seemed like in life you have certain pillars, you know, that could be friends, family that can prop you up and for me the the biggest one was was this show because even in times when i was uh depressed or unhappy or confused or uh i i always had this and it was such a um it was such an honor to be part of it but it was also it always made me feel good to say 
this is my job, you know, mm-hmm. to, to be one of the lucky people in this world that's proud of, of their job and the work that they do. Um, that it was a creative venture that, you know, it allowed me to be, you know, financially secure. Um, and that we knew at the end of every day what it was that we did. You know, you hear that from a lot of people like, oh, what did I, what did I even do today? You know, push around paper on a desk. And I always knew when I was driving home, like, I know what I did today. That show that is, that just aired. I know what I did. And it's not going to be possible to me, you know, this might sound like a contradiction, but it's not going to be possible to me at any other point in my life. I don't think to have a job that was this fun. It was obviously not without its challenges. And uh, sometimes you guys pissed me off and I'm sure I pissed you guys <laughs> off too at some time points, but come on, who laughs more? Who, who has laughed more? I've been on the floor. <laughs> I've been on the floor laughing like you know, multiple days a week. Sure. Because of, you know, something random that happens or something someone says. I spent so much of my time laughing and it's it's going to be so sad to me to to not have that anymore. Are you going to listen to old podcasts when you drive across the country? Just Unfortunately, so your, not. Just so you uh, are you going to save this one? Ooh, save this yeah, one yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I switched to AT&T. Um, so now I have terrible reception. <laughs> Nice. Nice, nice dig at ATT yeah, yeah, on the way yeah, up. Nice. Got him. <laughs> That's right. You, you heard me. It's, uh, no, it's, uh, I like, like I said off the top of the show, we don't know really truly yet what we're going to be doing for or where we're going to be doing um, the, the the new show, the new podcast, the new whatever. But let's this, just say, this let's could see. be all of our last yeah, show. We are. Yeah. No, no, no. We hope I'm it's kidding. not, Jay. So. I want to say, because you guys won't say it, you've been taking meetings and they're going well. And it's just this. It's just the summer. Things yeah. move slow. No, for summer. sure. But it is weird for me. Is what I was going to say that to think. Well, first off, it's weird that you're leaving on Monday to drive across the country. Yeah, <laughs> like, it won't weird. be here in Atlanta. And then it will be even weirder. I think when we do, um, hopefully, knock on wood, yeah, ramp up to do another season, another show, and you won't be involved in it because you're such an instrumental part. As, as this writer at Big Baby Davy, can attest to. There was a lot of yeah. tweets. It wasn't just like, it was like, where is Matt? What's going on? Where is he? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, and, and as, as you know, little or as much, depending how you want to look at it, as I've contributed on air, you know, which is really just the podcast. Uh, it, it is really, the the tip of the iceberg is when you hear my voice. But most of the stuff I do is, right. is behind the scenes. And uh, it was, it's been a really special decade. Um, I I can't uh, I find it hard to imagine what it's going to be like without it. Right. To be quite frank, and and I haven't even talked about the the moving part. You're right, uh, and even even just not being able to see you guys uh, as friends uh, ever again. <laughs> yeah, I know it's amazing. Uh, once you once you drive across the country, you can That's never it. come back. Yeah, yeah. time zones. works. Well, you're cutting me out. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as this is done, we're removing you from our Slack channels. Uh, I'll oh, be on wow. following you on all social uh, really? media. Oh yeah, WhatsApp yeah. group. Mm-hmm. You're gone. Yeah, yeah. at Starters Matt. At Starters Matt on Twitter. If you oh. want to keep up. Well, with sorry, you're gonna have to remove the, the yeah, starters sorry. from your name there. No, no, no. I'm no, it. no. It's Turner actually not Starters Matt. It's Star <laughs> T. Yeah. Resmit. Mm. No, you get that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ursmat. <laughs> I know you thought about uh, live streaming your drive across the country. Is the is the is the uh, is the the bad reception going to play a part, or are you thinking about it? I'm worried. Once we're between uh, Oklahoma City and Amarillo, that that mm. that satellite's going to drop out. I'll just do it. You, I, mu- I'd tune into Star Rest, Matt, for that. <laughs> uh, you must be excited though. To not do the show. <laughs> <laughs> to never watch basketball again. Like, that's got to be exciting. I've seen you fall asleep three times during the show. <laughs> never seen me fall asleep during the show. Are you taking your back pillow with you, or are you leaving that here? Did you bequeath that to uh, somebody that else? back pillow? I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't involved in the studio cleanup, so <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> Ooh, yeah. getting passed on to the, the ghosts of Studio V. Uh, am I? Ex- I'm excited about what the future might bring. I'm really flying without a net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. trapeze artist. Yeah. Sure, I'm leaping and the net will appear. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing. I'm falling to the sun, and even if I don't get there, I'm still amongst the stars or the uh, moon. Shooting for the moon. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to iron all this out before yeah. you get You're to You're not going to need a net. You're, yeah. You will, whatever you decide to do out there, and obviously, like you're talking about writing and stuff like that, I have an idea you're going to be pretty successful at yeah. it. Yeah. So just remember us when you win an Emmy, when you win an Oscar. Finally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you win a sports Emmy before oh, us, God, yeah, <laughs> or without us, oh my God, that'll hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm signing a, a non-compete with you guys. Yeah, right. I'm not going to be involved in sports programming. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So the best way to stay in contact with you, listeners, at Starters Matt on Twitter. Yes, Excellent. That's correct. Well, I can't wait to see what you do out there. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for you. Thanks. I'm excited to see what you guys do. And I'm excited. You know, the the I started listening to this podcast when I was in law school. Mm-hmm. We went to college together, obviously. Then I went to law school. And you guys started the show in 2006 while I was there. And that's probably when I listened to the show the most because I was, <laughs> uh, I was procrastinating, yeah. needed to take a lunch break. And you guys were there for me, so I look forward to <laughs> you guys being there for me again uh-huh. when I'm Excellent. procrastinating. Can't okay. wait to see what you do. And uh, you know, we've said this to you, obviously, off mic, but I don't think we the show ever comes to Atlanta um, to work to do the NBA TV show without you. I don't think that ever happens. I think everyone would agree with that. Yep. How instrumental you are in making that happen, and then producing the show and doing something that you had never, really never truly even had done before, um, and sort of knocking it out of the park. You know, it sucks that we're not still there, but six years of a daily television show, not a ton of people can say that. So something to be proud of. And hopefully, you know, we're not done, but can't wait to see what you do next. But thank you is what I'm saying. Well, thank you. And, and On behalf of everyone. You're, you're I mean, I, I know you guys are proud of the work that we did over the last, not just six years, but since the Toronto days. And, and I'm, that's exactly the word I would use too. I'm just, I'm really proud of, of what we achieved. There's no reason for us to be where we are. You know, two guys, two, three Canadian guys start a podcast in a kitchen in 2006 before anyone knows what a podcast is, even Conan O'Brien. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, and you're talking about basketball, a sport that in Canada at that point is, is really, you know, not, not nearly as popular as it is now with a, you know, a tenth of the, U.S. population, and then you go from that to being on 
national U.S. television, you know, working down the hall from, you know, Charles Barkley and Shaq and Isaiah Thomas and Grant Hill. I mean, it, I've, you know, was not my dream, but it was amazing watching other people's dreams come true, to be honest. I mean, it was my dream to produce a TV show and, and that part of the dream was fulfilled. Right. It was my job to be able to, uh, my dream to be able to be involved in a creative venture and to have agency over and have uh, some say over it. That part of the dream was fulfilled. But, you know, just watching you guys, you know, knowing you from the two, 2006 and before, seeing how far it came was was really crazy. And when you tell people, they're like, they're like what? <laughs> <laughs> like as if you lied to them or as if like that sounds like a, a movie plot. You, you should write this movie. <sighs> it's the story of... <laughs> Two men from Hard Scrabble. Uh, yeah, it's not that great. Story. No, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not. People wouldn't believe it. You couldn't write it, Skeets. You couldn't write it. This won't be the last time we'll have you on a podcast. No, I'll, come, or, I'll or have something sort of... to complain about. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, we yeah, should, yeah, you yeah. might just have your own podcast series for all we know. Yeah. Um, out in LA. Well, good luck with the drive. I think that's going to be the most exciting part for me. Yeah. Keep getting updates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this the longest sure. drive you've ever, oh, you've ever done? By easily? far. It's 11 days, right? Uh, we're doing over 10 or 11 days, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It's by far the longest drive. Right. But a lot uh, of stops. A lot of planned. stops. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of stops. What's the For long... peeing and other. What's the longest chunk you think you're going to have? Uh, I think the longest is only going to be like six and oh. six and a half hours. Oh. So not that bad. Easy. Not that bad. Easy. Where's your... Uh, do you want to let people know where you're in theory stopping so they give you any uh suggestions or anything like uh that? yeah that'd be great actually where are you um going? going to memphis okay uh, shout out to lang whitaker shout out to lang uh potentially seeing lang whitaker when i'm there did you just call him lamb whitaker because he made some lamb a few days ago <laughs> <laughs> is that a recipe in your wife's cookbook no that, that man is making lamb anyway stop lamb by whitaker. for a lamb uh and then <laughs> lamb. this this part's a little gray but possibly little rock um, Oklahoma City, Amarillo, and then for sure Santa Fe, Sedona, and Joshua Tree to have a um, final sound bath before we enter the city limits of Los Angeles. There, there you go. Very nice. Exciting. Are you yeah. going to be like on the on the grams? Or are you going to be? I'll uh, maybe I'll see a dog. Your, maybe I'll see a dog in a distance. <laughs> are you going to share your story? Post that finally. I'd love to follow your journey. Yeah. Well, I'll please post your journey. I will post my journey. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll follow my journey. Oh man, you know we always just say we're not. What would you, we're not a show. You know we're not colleagues. We're a band, and that's how we we kind of lasted that long. You know, and uh, the band's band's breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna write something in your notebook yeah, there. You grabbed your notebook. I thought you was getting a song idea. <laughs> Like a drum set behind us. He was JD like, that, the making of a podcast is actually a great show. <laughs> JD, get the guitar. Nah. <laughs> All right. What well, was, what was that? Uh, it was a, a network show. It was a making of a podcast for a bit. I think it only lasted one season. You could do it way better. Podcast? Making the band? Mm. No. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. It was It was a scripted show about a guy who started a podcast. Oh. Really? A, B, C, N, B, C. One of the BCs. Now nah, it's a BC. <laughs> Could have been a BCS. BBC. BBC. <laughs> it was British. Was it a Gimlet venturing into the... Oh, like know. a homecoming. Uh, anyways, this was a you can do it better. Wow. <laughs> do it better. I think it was. I think it was because it's 
not anymore. No, like no. that on our show. But anyways, <laughs> I, don't, I forget this point of context, Matt. But you said I won't be remembered in the basketball world, and, uh, <laughs> and Skeet said, "Yeah." And Skeet said, "That's sad." And then you said, <laughs> "You responded with, you 'You've got bigger dreams.'" It's an aspirational it's thing. It's not bigger. Other dreams. It's not bigger because look, I we I, I produced over a thousand episodes of uh, a daily TV show, so I might never. That might be the peak in terms of big, but That's just uh, just different. I aspiration. Suppose. You've got aspiration. Yeah, you I don't. Mean, you don't need. Will I be net. remembered in the basketball world? What's that? I don't remember saying that, but also, no, of course, <laughs> it seems it seems like a given that I won't. I mean, I don't. <laughs> they're not, hey, they're I'm not, not disagreeing with the comment. I'm saying you have aspiration. Aldridge, David Aldridge. Mark Stein, <laughs> Matthew Austin, Hall of in the, uh, the NBA Hall of the, Fame. Yeah, nice well, I'll personally never forget your first appearance on our very first episode as Jan the Pelican <laughs> in your little stocking feet <laughs> running around in your socks. Surely you will be remembered in the basketball world. I don't remember for anything. It will be for Jan the Pelican, who... Uh, <laughs> In just a split-second decision, walked on as the Pelican. The New Orleans Pelicans were about to unveil their new mascot. We thought, this bit will kill. I'm going to go to a costume store, invent my own Pelican costume. Then I'm going to walk on the set and uh, show show everyone. <laughs> and I, for some reason, start just start talking like this. Didn't know I was going to do it. I started saying, hey, uh, it's me, Jan. I thought my name was John, John Pelican. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then everyone's like... What? Jan? Ah, Jan, Jan, Jan Pelican. Like, are you saying Jan or John? And then from there it just became Jan the Pelican. And, dear reader, the bit did not kill. That was but, the first episode? But we had to take big swings. Is that right? First, first episode. First, right? I think it was, yeah. First, first episode tried to find it. Oh and they were like, oh yeah, no, no we didn't we save that. that. <laughs> Do you have a personal um, favorite moment show? From your very very long run, I know that's uh, putting you on the spot there. Unless you got well, it written I mean, down I, in your little book. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, no. One uh, thing I've noticed over the last decade working with you, your books and your pens have gotten smaller. Can you read what's on your pen? It's also an interesting pen. Beetle cat oysterette. Oysterette. What a word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in terms of things I've done on the show, I guess the Lynn shake from oh, wow. uh, during uh, Lynn Sanity, yeah. Back in that was in the, the Basketball Jones days. Yes, that was very funny. Uh, where I drank a disgusting concoction of, I don't uh, things that started with the letter L, Lindbergh cheese. Uh, what was it? No. <laughs> what? Uh, no, there was a, there was a diploma. Yeah. There was a diploma. Harvard diploma. Uh, yeah. It was all like uh, puns on Lynn. Yeah. Shamrock. Yeah. yeah. Lynch, uh, Lynch shake. That was the whole thing, right? Mm. Anyway, anyway, it was, it was a gross, bunch of but it stuff. Was good. Yeah. And I managed to chuck. And I'm not it was a good. You know, you know I love food comedy. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. There, are there Emmys for Emmys for food comedy? <laughs> <laughs> there is. Yeah, you got a chance. There's, I got a chance. Uh, but honestly, it stopped there. That was <laughs> oh, wow, wow. That was the peak. You also wrote a lot of our music, though. In any sort of little musical bits that we the uh, the uh, in memoriam song yeah. yeah that's a hit yeah it's on spot it's on SoundCloud it's on SoundCloud <laughs> we're not allowed to play it anymore though no no, no yeah. we can play it who cares <laughs> who cares all right well hit up Matteo 
on Twitter at Starters Matt. Follow his journey as he goes cross country and and starts to uh, to win himself an Emmy or an Oscar. No doubt happening. Let's keep it going here. We got some more questions. This one, I love this one. Perfect timing from Ryan M. Could you guys recommend a good cookbook that comes out this week? <laughs> <laughs> Tess, know any uh, good cookbooks that maybe came out recently? This one, uh, I think, is directed at me. Danielle, my uh, far talented better half, uh, has produced her second cookbook, Food You Love But Different. It's out. Go get it. All those boring recipes you used to make, you can spice it up a little bit, literally. My copy just arrived. Great. Before I came here today. Did you make anything? No, 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 no. There are some quick recipes, I'm sure, in there, but no, I didn't yeah, have time. Are you marinating your lamb Whitaker? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I quickly looked through it, though. You know, I'm not lying here, just because it is your wife, and congratulations on getting married. It looks awesome. And, she, and, and people need to know, it's not just the recipes. She took all the photos of this book. I mean, obviously huge in the layout of it, the whole thing. She did the whole damn book. You couldn't have taken one photo? <laughs> Do you have your, hand, are your hands in any photos? Or is it all? It's a good question. Hers, yeah, I don't know. I may have snuck in. Yeah, um, yeah. It looks awesome. Do you remember what you said about my wife's hands, Matt? Do you remember that? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I won't put you on the spot. No, wait, did uh, I say that? Did I think they were your hands? Yeah, which well, is fine. Beautiful hands. <laughs> all right, fine. that's a compliment. You test. Yeah, they're mostly her hands, I think. Okay. Um, anyways, it's a good book. Food you love, but different. Yes. Where can you get Amazon? It's everywhere. Number one, I saw number one new release in gourmet cooking on Amazon. Wow. That's well, well yeah. I think that's like, oh, not wait. not. Uh, I think that's a bit of the uh, just like us in our iTunes, the iTunes yeah, effect. Sure, yeah. When a show is uploaded for the first time, people are told go get it. Just like this book, people were told go get it. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, and thank you to everybody who who purchased it and uh, who shared some goodwill. Go get it if you don't have it. Listen to us. We don't ask you for much at all. Food you love, but different. Mm-hmm. Food you love, but uh, just a little bit different. Next one here. Uh, what were your favorite basketball VHS tapes growing up? Where's Lee Ellis when oh you need Oh, my him? goodness. Everyone loved the Jordan trilogy, but I also loved NBA Jam Session and Dazzling Dunks and Basketball Bloopers. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. Zach. Yep. I have that. That one is sitting on a shelf in Stratford, Ontario. So I saw it recently when I was home. Should should have brought it. Yep. Uh, those are the five classics. Those are the ones. Dazzling Dunks and Basketball Bloopers. It's great. The Jordan ones are great. I have a DVD of one called Slam Dunks 2, which is just like, hey, check out these cool Slam Dunks. But tucked in at the end is the full 2000 Dunk Contest, which Whoa. is awesome. Just a random DVD. They're like, uh, we'll just throw the 2000 Dunk Contest on there. So that's cool. So I mean, that's not d- when that's I was growing DVD. up. This is a straight up yeah, DVD. Yeah. VHS, I mean, the only other like sports VHS I remember having as a kid was like Bo Nose, the Bo Jackson one, you know, because he yep. was awesome when he, when we were kids. But uh, yeah, I mean, Come Fly With Me was was my number one I've as a shared, child. I've shared this story before, I think, but my buddy Grish and I would, you know, put the hoop down to like whatever, six foot high, seven foot high, whatever it was. He had a camcorder, one of those big clunky camcorders where you put the VHS tape in and we would record ourselves doing whatever cool dunk we were doing with a mini basketball then go down to stop it go down to his basement fire up the um nba jam session tape and within that video there was like those cool like graphics like nba jam session or like clyde drexler saying jam session we would then record the the tv of clyde drexler saying jam session 
So it made it look like Clyde Drexler was like giving us props for our dunks, and then we'd watch it back. <laughs> Early on the sampling game. Oh, we were, yeah. and it was an art because those things didn't like you didn't press the button record, and then it went instantaneously. You had to like get the timing. It was like a weird little glitch before it started. Don't you have those tapes? I see. That's the thing. I do have these VHS tapes. I'm dancing to crisscross on them. I'm wearing like a full flannel suit with a hood. <laughs> I have them, but I looked into trying. I'm like, I know there's a way to get the VHS tapes onto your computer or whatever. But I mean, I really just want to watch them first on a V on a on a VCR. But as they're meant to be seen, I looked at yeah, exactly. I looked it up and like to buy a VCR. I thought in my head like on eBay it'd be like ten bucks, but they're expensive. Really? Yeah, I mean from from my very you know limited research. So I was like, well, I'm not doing that. They're a commodity now. They're but not I gotta making find, new ones. I got to find one out of like a garage sale or something, clean the heads, you know, all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are good ones, those, those VHS tapes. Oh, did you want to say one? No, no, no. I was going to ask, because uh, I definitely wasn't watching basketball videos when I was a kid, but I wanted to see, do you remember Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em oh, series? Yep, of course. Yeah. All I remember I was far those bigger were, than any basketball. Yeah, those were huge. Those were there's like probably thirty of them oh, or they something. Were huge. Volume one, whatever. Volume two. What what are those? Like a hockey fight? So hockey you know you know video? Don Cherry, right? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Ron McLean. Shout out to the CBC. Um, and oh, that's uh, where the podcast was. The podcast CBC. show CBC. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Okay. Cool joke. <laughs> Go on, Don. So um, the only segments I remembered was they would have a part. I don't know if it was in all of them of just big hits. They would just show like the biggest hits from oh, the sure. season. Sockums. <laughs> so just one player would just like hip check someone, the other guy would go flying, and then Don Cherry would come and go, Boingo! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't his dog Blue uh, oh, yeah, feature Blue. heavily in those uh, tapes too? Yeah. 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 Crease Crashers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great, actually. Anyway, they were good. All right. Next one here from Max P. Would you rather have a blockbuster movie? Or a sold-out music tour. That's that's good. Blockbuster movie or sold-out music tour. JD, what do you chime in on this one? What do you got? It's pretty easy. Tour, right? I mean... Duh. Duh, eh? Yeah, every night you're in front of thousands of people screaming, loving the show. If you're a blockbuster movie... A lot more work? Yeah. And no, I disagree. I what? don't think so. All you do is go out there and play the songs you've already written. A movie you got to... You got to write. You got to do pre-production. JD's going to be involved in the editing process. Don't oh, get yeah. him started on the. No, on no. the oh, I was looking at this as I was the star of this blockbuster movie. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, uh, whatever. I'm Clooney in this scenario. Okay. I mean, I'm, all, instead all of I'm either the... Clooney or I'm, um, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So you're Clooney. And Clooney or Kravitz, a... you know. Clooney. <laughs> 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 Clooney, and you, 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 you filmed the movie a year ago and now you're on a junket for two days and that's the end of it. Yeah, and then you sit in the audience going like, oh my God, they cut out every good scene and this <laughs> thing right. is a mess. Oh, but I'm and rolling like, look, in the money. You're like, look at this humongous check I got for something I did a year ago yeah. and I'm going to keep making money on this despite the fact that I never have to work on it ever again. Oh, also 30 years from now, someone still comes up to me and says, wow, you, yeah. were, you were the man in that movie. They ain't going to do that on the music tour. What are you talking about? I mean, they're not. They're, they're, well, I, I saw. I, I saw, saw you in Cincinnati too, Cobalt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cobalt every, Arena. That's always where good rock shows were, man. <laughs> every month, Lee is referencing a, a show he saw in Wembley in the eighties. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Uh, oh, your wife's calling. You want to ask her for an update on the book? <laughs> I, 
Ask her how many yeah, minutes was... for an egg. <laughs> My photo of her is just her hands. <laughs> it's not an insult. You both have beautiful yeah. hands. I'm not insulted, man. So you're going, okay, JD, you're going music uh, tour. Tour for sure, yeah. Trey? I'm um, movie. You're going movie? Yeah, I'm movie. I'm leading movie as well. Of course it's a tour. Wow. And that's that, tour that for sure. That feeling, that psychological <laughs> feeling, you step out there. You guys like traveling? Yeah. Being on the yeah, bus every a, night? Ooh. Traveling? No, no, it's first, I don't know. I, I saw Dr. Richard Bailey fell asleep for five straight days when he got home <laughs> from Father John Misty's most recent tour. That's a taxi. Yeah, I'm man. Having fun. Father John Misty's most recent tour was like three years. Well, that's what this is. Sold out music tour. It's you're, not going to be three years. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be long in my head. Actually, I just read about a tour that went on for like, four, was it U2 or uh, Ed Sheeran? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, no, one's, no one said I look like Ed Sheeran in a long time, so right. I feel pretty happy about that. You've got the same hands as Ed Sheeran. <laughs> just wait until you're in New would be. America. You should see the way that guy yeah, moves yeah, those digits around honor. a fretboard. It would be an honor to have Ed Sheeran's hands. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay, here's here's the movie. Here's the movie. I get Ed Sheeran's hands. Okay. All I got. So Write it down. Hey, it's good. They just made a movie about nobody remembers the Beatles' music yeah. except for this one guy. You could be the one guy nobody remembers Ed Sheeran's music, but you and you have his hands. But what about the set that same movie yesterday where no one remembers Ed Sheeran's music? But I also don't remember Ed Sheeran's music. <laughs> but your hands do. But my hands do. Oh. Where are these beautiful like songs possessed? coming from? Yeah, yeah. The sequel to Edward Scissorhands is <laughs> Edward Sheeran Hands. It's just a tight shot of your hands. We can, Dancing we around can do the front with this. You want us to come to LA with you? I need it. I need your ideas. All right. Let's brainstorm when this is done. Okay. Great. Next one. What's your best and worst song of the summer? That's from Stone Hansen. Old, old Great Stone Hansen. <laughs> Don't want him on your basketball. Could team. never catch it. Yeah. Danielle, what well, was this is important test? Just call him back. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> We're recording. Currently. Speaker phone. Text. Speaker phone. Text. I wouldn't do text. that to my wife. Just send I know we don't record shows very often, but you know, <laughs> you know the game. Hey, tell her to set the timer for a seven-minute egg. We'll be done by then. My eggs are seven minutes. Yeah, you got a typo in your book. <laughs> send it back to the publisher. Okay, I'll text you soon. All right. What's your best, best and worst, worst song of the summer? summer? Stone wants to know. <laughs> it was mine. Was almost Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. Ooh, Actually. I like that song. Yeah, it's that's a good bad. song. And it's not bad. Is well, the song of two. Okay, I mean, okay, yeah. Whether it's, it's Old the, Town Road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whether it's going to be considered the best, it, it just, was number one for nineteen weeks. It just went off. Yeah, to that's number two. To to that number Billy two. Billy what's Eilish? 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 Eilish 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 yeah she just passed him oh or with what what's her what's her single is uh, it that guy no no idea. But Old Town Road is going man. to be the song, song of, of the summer for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, and it is, it is good. I never it's mind. Like you'll catchy. hear it. It's on like everybody's playlist at the pool. You'll hear it once a day, and yeah. you're like, oh, nice Old Town Road. And apparently, there's like a thousand versions, all of the same song, just with different people on it. Yeah. Why not? And the, and so you just the, need one idea, and that. it's two and a half minutes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a nice length. The most brilliant move, just yeah. making it that that short. Was this not the summer of Lizzo? Though? I have it written down. I do have that written down. Yeah. Summer of Lizzo is there as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she's been around for much longer than yeah. that. Um, so what, what's her best song? 
Well, I think her like truth hurts. Truth hurts, but I think that was earlier. That was yeah, a little bit more late winter, spring. Well, now no, my no, sister's no, calling. Now Trey Kirby's sister's calling. Well, she, at least his sister doesn't know he's recording a podcast now, though. Well, that's true. I never answer our calls, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think I think Juice was the more summer okay. one. Okay. Any other best or worst? Uh, Sex Dwarf by Soft Cell. It's an 80s song. It's been on <laughs> repeat in our house because Lincoln discovered it. Okay. Is Sex it about dwarf. what it sounds like? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Like, wait, a medieval-y dwarf? Or... Uh, no, it... it's more of a fetishizing little people maybe weird yeah google it 80s okay uh i'm gonna throw out a few more um the purple mountains record was great uh david berman who unfortunately committed suicide Hmm. this month but the record came out um obviously before then and it's it's good great okay uh and uh, the whole study of a new album out just came out last week or this week. Love <laughs> your old steady. And I gotta give a shout out to them. We have a lot of seminal starters moments with the old steady. Well, we have one. <laughs> yeah, seminal. Seminal. I don't know if that necessarily. Oh, I, I was coming. So <laughs> you were. Yeah, I was. Are these? Uh, I don't know. I might be going out on a limb here, but this hold steady record. Is it easy to understand the lyrics? So they're yeah, just like right there it. in the forefront. <laughs> Tequila takeoff. Tecate landing. <laughs> Sounds great. Isn't that a great that's a good lyric, yeah. four words to start yeah. a song? That's yeah, pretty good. I'll give them that. I'll listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Seminal. <laughs> Any other songs? Uh, we just listened to the Talking Heads live album on repeat. The girls love it. Talking Heads is good music for a kid. You can dance to it. The name Talking Heads is funny to say. Speaking of music, I am all in on this podcast that you recommended. Um, the Hit Parade. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I told Trey Kirby to listen to it as well. I did. And? Which, which one did you listen to? Did you? Uh, yeah. The Madonna one? Nope. Uh, no, I picked a weird one. Uh, I picked one in the middle, and I already forgot what it was and couldn't finish it. Too uh, long. Uh, they are they are long. They are Just informative, the ones though. that you like. It's basically No, I didn't down. want to listen to one I liked first. Oh, well, that's... Uh, <laughs> see, that's where you went wrong. Yeah, probably so. Speaking of music... Uh, I heard you're going to be playing the guitar. <laughs> yeah, Matteo uh, didn't have room in his car to take the guitar. To well, LA. I'm taking I'm taking some of mine. Oh, you've got the rest of mine. Guitars. I have more than one yes. guitar. What'd you give me? What do I have? You have a, a I would say a 1994 Ibanez acoustic. Oh. I think we are talking Maple Neck. Ah, oh, Maple Neck. Shout oh out no, to Rosewood. I you know uh, I don't remember. I don't know much about the structure. Okay, but uh, they say guitars get better with age. So. Excellent. Mm. It's, be- it's a beaut. Yeah, I want to learn an instrument. And, uh, well, there's a free guitar. It's a very Lee Ellis-like move. So I grabbed it. <laughs> might might try my hand at it. What do I even do, though? I don't know. You need to learn three chords. <laughs> yeah, but then- no, but then I do I have to go to an instructor? Can I do it online? Is that possible? No, I mean, you can do it online. We can FaceTime. <laughs> With you? Yeah. I'll teach you. Okay. Are uh, you taking it? This is an extra guitar. You are taking a guitar. Well, right? There's no such thing as an extra well, guitar. They're all my children. But you I, have, you have Skeet a said he, he, yeah, I'm looking to get rid of some stuff. That's for sure. Right. And Skeet said he wanted to learn how to play guitar, so yeah. I brought it over. Apparently, he took three strums and was told to go to his room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nora was. Sounds happy. about right. Um, oh man, I just want to learn it well enough to play it at a campfire. That's all I want to be able to do. Like you know, a handful of songs. 
Yeah. We're yeah. going to start you Just off with some sing-along songs. Some D, C, and G. All right. G's the campfire chord. You're going to be great. Great. Oh, yeah. People great. will love it. Great. That's all I want. I took a guitar class with a, with a Catholic priest. That guy could really rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the gentlest man. He's like, hello, would you like to learn how to play guitar today? <laughs> Let me teach you these heavenly chords. Would he play like pop music or was he, was it all hymnals? <laughs> it was all Slayer. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he taught me how to play Neil Young songs mostly. So I was like, good. I mean, a priest should know how to play Neil Young. Very pastoral. So can you still play the guitar? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can play. You have a guitar. I have two guitars. Yeah. Um, both broken from children smashing them on the ground mm. accidentally. Um, so could I still play? Perhaps. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If well, you that, want to borrow. I'm passing the torch. you got to teach Skeets how to play. All, All right. right. Me and you will get Did together and just strum. tune the guitar before you gave it to me? Ah. Sounds like someone just learned the first lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Which is? Tune your guitar. <laughs> Well, ask step one, know when the guitar is not in tune. Ooh, okay. Mm, I, I would say in all seriousness, if you if you want to get into it, take it to a guitar shop and get it quote-unquote tuned up. Okay, okay. They'll take off the strings. There's there are some maybe intonation <laughs> issues. Um, they'll change up the strings for you, which you should learn how to do, but whatever. Yeah, get, 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 get some point. new stringies on there. There's some little vibrations. So wait, wait, but... Answer my question. You did not tune the guitar. It's hard to say. I don't remember. Okay. Because uh, Nora was convinced that you would have never handed a man a, gu- a guitar without tuning. <laughs> no, I was like, there's no way he tuned. Well, you, you can, first busy, you can download a tuner on your phone for oh, free. Okay, guitar okay. tuna. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. When are you leaving? When am I leaving? Aren't you leaving? Oh, for Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaving in a couple days. Okay. Well, let's, tomorrow. We'll, I'm leaving tomorrow. Oh, okay. That's one day. I'll see if I can get in there. And well, we'll have the keys. I'll, we can break into this place, tune his guitar, and get out. Okay, great. Uh, let's get out of here. We got a few more questions. Get to them quickly. Um, this one from Andrew. I'd love some summer sneaker talk. What do you guys think of Zion's new Jordan deal? And do you like Giannis's Zoom Freaks? Again, Andrew McKay. Want some sneaker talk? I like the Zoom Freaks. You do like them? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the first colorway we saw of them. Which I believe were just sort of just black, black and white, kind and they of were plain. pretty yep. boring. They're kind of plain, Did but they? now the, the new colorways are with the uh, the leopard print underneath. That's very subtle. Mm-hmm. It's it's they're black and they kind of look black unless you sort of look at them. Okay. I, I guess the black and white was the it was, was the first, first one. one, but then, then the orange the, ones orange were there. The one he's playing in with uh, with the Greek national team. Yeah, the, I like, like shoes em. that aren't gaudy basketball shoes that because they're a little subtle. They they look like shoes you could just wear. Those are the words of a man that just bought a pair of Sockenies. <laughs> I like Sockenies, yeah. <laughs> I like my vintage socks. Do you like the, the freaks? Yeah, people were complaining that the swoosh was too big and yeah. that it's backwards. The backwards. Um, I love that. People, yeah, the, um, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I liked them. I, I thought they were cool. They also, like, one of the orange colorway was, like, showing a lot online when they were first dropping, and that's a surefire way to get me on you board. Love you, orange. you put an orange out there, I'm in. Yeah. Um, no one's tried them on yet here, though. I mean, I wondered. I'm trying not to wear socks until we get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, sorry, Jay. Sorry about yeah. your carpets. No, right. I'm not wearing socks either. Me neither. Me neither. That's changed. You've changed. You would have six years ago. You would have never went somewhere without socks on. I don't know. Is that true? Well, I've, uh, I've got into the sock hat. Oh yeah. And you can't walk around <laughs> in just sock hats. Is that how you eat your oysterettes? <laughs> 
hey, a lot of your uh, basketball shoes are in this house. That's right. Because you gave them to uh, JD's boys. Yeah. Sadly, they're too big for them all. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they grow up so fast. I haven't um, worn socks all summer, too, other than my sockinies. Ah, uh, oh. yeah. I, I do. Swoosh is big. Swoosh is big on them. But think about the the airs that you know those monstrous like the Scotty Pippen airs that have oh, been yeah. uh, reissued again. Oh, people, they'll come around. They are sort of boring for a basketball shoe. I get it, but who cares? And the Zion Williamson deal, like I couldn't care less about stuff like this. I know people do though. Mm-hmm. Was what's your take on it as the as the uh, sneakerhead here? It's only weird to me because Michael Jordan owns a basketball team. He owns the Hornets, but he's still able to sign, I don't know, maybe the most marketable guy to come in the league in the past 15 years Mm -hmm. to a huge deal. It's not a conflict of interest just because, you know, Jordan is so big. Uh, But hopefully they actually give him a good shoe. A lot of the guys that sign with Jordan Brand get these, like, secondary signature shoes. Like, you couldn't name a Chris Paul shoe. You couldn't name a Carmelo Anthony shoe, really, what they look like. So maybe they'll just let him wear the whatever the main line is you know the 34 the 35 whenever it comes out and he'll be the guy he'll be the next jordan wearing guy that'd be cool yeah it's sort of but it's also weird i guess because it's like it won't be like yeah. zion won't have yeah. the the zions <laughs> yeah at, at uh, least at first that's true um and you know they tried it with Dwayne wade a few years ago like 2010 they had him being like the the signature athlete and they did it with westbrook too and then they eventually gave him his own so surely he'll get his own shoe yeah. sometime but I don't know. The Jordan deal, it's hard to be out of Michael Jordan's shadow when you're wearing them on yeah. your foot. Yeah. All right, final one. This is you. Sorry. With Dwight Howard possibly returning to L.A., I feel like the Laker fans will be quick to forgive Dwight after claiming to hate him since he left for Houston. What are some things you guys have hated that you soon came to love again? Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. That's from White underscore Iverson. Post Malone, thank you very much yeah. for writing in. Yeah. Yeah. Song of last summer. That's right. <laughs> what are some things you guys have hated that you soon came to love again? Like Lakers fans might with Dwight. <laughs> Jay Cutler, not a great Bears quarterback, not a fun guy to root for, but he's hilarious on Very Cavallari. I'm like 100% uh, in on this guy as a husband and foil to his wife, Kristen Cavallari, on their new reality show. I love the work he's doing with Uncommon James. He's got some great ideas for how to cut the fat around here. Huh. I don't know. Like he just shows up. Like <laughs> obviously he's made a ton of money. He made you know hundreds of millions of dollars playing football. So he owns huge parts of whatever companies he's involved in. Yeah. So he'll just show up and be like, everybody's like, hey, Jay Cutler's here, and he's just a sourpuss, just a sad old guy. But he's got great zingers. He's got great zingers. Uh, so yeah, you I was, think uh, he's putting that on, or is it no? Because yeah. I think it's him. Because you know, like all of the complaints when he was a football player, are like. This guy is such an asshole. He, like, nobody mm. likes being around him. He's such a dour guy, and he definitely is, but I think it plays different when it's like he's just a silly husband as yeah. compared to like the leader of your quarterbacking football team. Um, so, yeah, he definitely seems like a guy who doesn't actually want to be around people, which is tough when you're on a 50-man football team, but pretty funny on TV. Good answer. Anyone else? I'll throw out eggs. <laughs> I know it's uh, – you're looking at me like that because yeah. it's – Hard to believe that there was a time when I didn't eat eggs, yeah. but uh, I thought that they were hurting my stomach. But maybe I was eating them wrong. I don't know. But <laughs> well, were you boiling them for six minutes or seven minutes? I do. A, them I do wrong? a six-minute egg. Wrong. I, I didn't. Wrong. Even, I didn't Gross. even discuss this with your wife. I also do a six-minute egg. Bring it <laughs> well, to a she's... rolling boil. Tell me if this is what the recipe is. <laughs> Bring I, the water I, to I a rolling a boil. <laughs> yeah. Keep it at that temperature. Put it or at that setting. Put in the egg. Six minutes. Take it out. Peel it. 
you just peel it? Wow, you, oh, you peel a hot egg? No, you run it under cold <laughs> you water and cool you peel those it. Eggs. Oh. You tap it on a on a cutting board and then you here's a t- peel here's, it on the membrane. Here's a tip: ice. Throw it in a, in a, in a bowl of ice. Uh-huh. It <laughs> shrinks the egg inside, makes it easier to peel. Comes off in just one one swoop. Is this in the book? I was gonna say you no. must be in the book. No, that's a bonus. That's wow, Tass is forthcoming. <laughs> no, definitely not mine. Um, I go seven minutes. Rolling boil. It's still a pretty. Uh, soft yolk. <laughs> Sounds like we got yeah, a pull we'll, on our I'll hands. make a six, you make a seven, and we'll oh. let the crowd decide. I guess it depends on your stove. Mm. Not really. No, I know. Boiling, boiling is boiling. Boiling's boiling. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now, we could we could talk about a, uh, a 40-minute egg if we're getting into the sous vide world, but we won't. <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> You're an insane person. Pack your this knives. guy's like, I don't like eggs. Now he's talking about cooking one for 40 minutes. <laughs> I yeah. guess you have changed. We did that once. So what? You eat eggs all the time now? <laughs> From my head down to my legs. <laughs> Is that a lot? What's that from? I don't know. I love eggs from my head down to my legs. Did I make that up? I don't think I don't so. Know. Has anyone ever heard That's anyone not... say, I love eggs from my head down no, to my write legs? Write it in your so book. Write it in your book. Look it up. JD, do you have anything that you hated? Yeah. Soon came I, to love again? Yeah, Lionel Richie. <laughs> hated really? him. In the 80s, yeah, growing up, just dancing on the ceiling. It was just, what is this guy? But now I listen to him almost every day in my adult life. <laughs> <Almost> <laughs> wow. Day. He's wow. like top five artist of all time. Um, I love him. Wow, every day, huh? Yeah. There's an occasion. It's usually when I'm, uh, you know, primping myself, uh-huh. getting ready to go out. Okay. <laughs> You just reminded me country music. Mm. Good one. That's a, a good one. Big country good music one. renaissance this summer. I went to Nashville. I'm very into country music right now. Oh. I was, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of George Strait over the last couple of days. Sure, sure. Amarillo by morning. Because <laughs> I'm going Amarillo. Oh, uh, yeah. You yeah. got to gotta soundtrack your drive. You got to soundtrack the drive. Country music. Not a lot of people know about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, your egg line is from the incredible edible egg song. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that was an ad back in the day. Oh, okay. I love eggs from my head down to my legs. <laughs> there you go. All right. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's finally eat this egg. Continue to follow us. No, hold on. I'm, on I'm not done. What? I want to say uh, thank you to anyone that's that's ever listened or uh, tweeted or uh, emailed me, but I also mainly want to say that I sincerely love you guys. I'm gonna miss oh, you. We a love lot. you too. Come back. We know you'll come back. Yeah, okay, I might. I might. I burn up in flames. Be, be, and come one back. more question about your trip here. Not trip, but moving. Um, what are you most and least excited about to live in LA? <sighs> I don't care. I'm, I'm not going, I mean, I like, I like LA a lot, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going for the city. I'm going to make my dreams come true, man. Okay, okay. And that's what I'm excited you about. You must be excited for the weather. Yeah, the weather. Yeah. yeah it's like. Oh, the the food, the weather and the food. Uh, people are pretty interesting. Weather, food, and people. Uh, the hiking's great, actually. Right in the city, you can get out there to Griffith Park, Runyon Canyon, uh, put on your Nike dry fit gear, get to the top, take a selfie. <laughs> So I guess start the weather, the food, the people, uh, and the hiking. And least, <laughs> or there's nothing. Look, man, I'm not going for the city. I'm going to make my dreams come true. <laughs> All right, we're gonna miss you. We love you too. Can we do? Uh, can we do for for uh, old time's sake uh, a verbal final drop? I, what do you mean? The final drop, but we'll uh, we'll do it together. 
<laughs> okay, well, let we me say this them. first. No, I... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and or Instagram, preferably both, at thefreeagents19. Email us. Keep the emails coming. Thefreeagents2019 at gmail.com. You can subscribe to The Free Agents wherever you get your podcasts. If you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us while you're there. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Helps others, listeners, find the show. We truly appreciate it. You'll hear from us again. Turn up. Love you guys. No, I missed the first part. No. Yeah. Have a yeah. great time. I, yeah, yeah, I missed the first part. I went right Have to turn up. Have a great time. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, who's starting? Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> 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 Ha 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 ha!